Hi, Life Beings, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Veronica, and today I am joined by Jessica Lahar, and she is a joy and soul purpose coach. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for having me on here, Veronica. So, Jessica, I wanted to ask you, before we get into it, I wanted to ask, have you discovered your dharma? Oh, Veronica, dharma and purpose, it's such a huge topic. and. I would actually answer the question finally with yes. Like it has been taking a while. It has been a huge journey, but I am feeling absolutely comfortable with the Dharma that I have discovered for now. So this is what I am sticking with now and I'm super happy with it. So my answer to your question is yes, I have discovered my Dharma. That's wonderful. That's exciting actually. So how was that story? Was it a spiritual awakening story? Was it like that dark night of the soul type of thing? Or was it just calling? Well, I would say it was more like the dark nights. It was really me going through, yeah, a very hard time in my life last year where literally everything that I did wasn't working out. And I was down and I did not know how to get back up. And that's when I was introduced to my very first coach. And what he said was, Jess, you have to surrender and you have to see what the universe gifts you. And I actually didn't know what does that actually mean, surrender. Like, what is it? Because I am a perfectionist. I have been working 60 to 80 hour work weeks before. I was always hassling. It was always more, more, higher, wider. And I was working to an extent where I didn't even know where there are any limits or not. And uh, when he said, you have to surrender, that was the first time in my life where I was like, okay, I'm sitting down and I see what is it that the universe has to offer for me. And that actually matches perfectly with my human design as well, because I'm a projector in human design and our strategy is to wait, wait for invitation. And that's what I did. And there were so many invitations coming my way. And the very first thing where it all started with was Sahara Rose with her 21 days to find your purpose challenge. And this is where I really dove deep. And that's also what brought me to DCI at the end of the day. So it was going through dark nights and it was really sitting with what is it actually that I want in life? What is it that sparks joy to me? Because joy is such a huge, huge part on finding your purpose, finding your dharma. And that's what I was looking deep into and where I was working a lot on myself, on my goals, on my thoughts. And that's how I discovered my dharma. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah, actually, I did the same thing. <laughs> it started with Sahara, her podcast. I was looking for a podcast like that, and I couldn't find it, and I found hers. And I was listening to it for a while, and then I think it was like two years. And I'm like, you know what? She's the only one who's offering this type of, I guess, coaching, right? Discover your dharma. And so I did the same thing, and oh my gosh, I think it almost killed me, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but out of it, it a good thing happened. So. Do you mind telling me what is your soul's purpose? 
No, absolutely not. I don't mind. I, I love to share because my purpose is to spark joy. And I have multiple ways of, of doing that. And I have a very big entertainer archetype. So entertaining is one of my qualities, I would say. But on the other hand, I also have a huge teacher archetype. So I'm currently working as a teacher for adult students as well. And that sparks so much joy to me. And by being passionate about it, I can spark joy to others as well. And then, of course, the nurturer part in me where I do coaching, where I help other people find their purpose and find back to their inner joy. Because at the end of the day, it sparks joy to them and to me. So that's like the best win-win situation. And uh, for me, it's all about sparking joy and there's multiple ways on how I can do that. Wow, that's great. Yeah, it, it seems like you're feeding them and they're feeding you right back, that that energetic joy. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's a win-win situation. <laughs> that's great. So let me ask you this. What is your favorite method or to spark mm. joy, that is? To spark joy? I think it is a mix, really. It's a mix out of entertaining and coaching and teaching. I, I couldn't decide. And I love the fact that I am multi-passionate and that I don't need to focus on one thing. The question, like, what's your favorite? That was very, very hard for me right now because I was like, there is no favorite. I love all the parts and all the things that I am doing. I love that I'm teaching. I love that I am coaching. And I love that I get to be the entertainer, whether it's on stage or just with friends. Really, it's just, that is my dharma. My dharma is all about human connection. It's all about sparking joy. And I don't think there is like one single way that you can fulfill your dharma or live your dharma. I think that there's multiple different ways that you can do that. As long as they all spark joy to you, why only focus on one? So I don't think I can limit myself down and I could pick a favorite because I love the mixture out of all of these. Okay, fair enough. Could you tell me a little bit about what those events were and what you needed to come before, before you started going really deep into that like dark night of the soul? Yeah, yeah. So it really started with my career shining super bright. I was doing something called dual studies. So I was working while I was studying. And I was with that company for, yeah, a few years after. And I was super successful. Like I was running up the career letter like crazy. But that also had its price, obviously. I was working my ass off. I was working day and night. I was always available. There wasn't really any vacation. I burnt out when I was 25, 26, but I don't think I realized what it actually did to me and how harmful it was for my personality because I am usually someone that is like very active and that is sparking joy and I am like super optimistic and when I burnt out I really tried to pick myself back up I was like okay you gotta go again you gotta go you can't stop you can't stop and after my burnout I started a project last year a very big project where I moved to another country as well and I invested quite a lot of money, like nearly all the money I had into this project. And it turned out after five, six months that it was all a scam. So I have left 
my home country. I have left my boyfriend at that time behind. I mean, we were still together, but we were both voting for this project to take place. So after like half a year, I had to come back. And all I saw was like nothing. It was a big black hole. Like I had lost all my money. A week after I got back, I have realized that I also lost the relationship that I had. I had lost all the perspectives that I had for the future because I was burnt out in my previous job. I knew I can't go back to that job because it's obviously something that doesn't spark enough joy to me to keep the flame alive. And then I had gone through that project, through that scam where I lost all my money. It was just an absolute disaster. So I, I, it was my birthday and I was just sitting there like, wow, like I'm seriously having nothing right now to hold on to. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any savings, no money. I have just broke up with my long-term fiance actually. And it was just all, there was just nothing to hold on to. And that's when I realized I also have the biggest opportunities now because there is nothing that I have to go back to and I can start from scratch and I can really focus on what it is that sparks joy to me and start it all over again because I had all the opportunities in the world. Mm -hmm. So realizing that it was like it, it, or I realized that there is always two ways and how you can look at things and it took me a while to change that view at first it was like oh my god my life is a mess I don't have anything anymore how should I even continue I was so successful I was earning a shitload of money and all of that is just gone and the other way the other perspective of looking at it is okay I don't have anything but that's still the same (laughs) like you can't talk that any better but I have all the opportunities in the world. I can do whatever I want. I am healthy. I'm still smart. And I can just start my life and my career from scratch again and build something that I love doing because this is not what my focus was on my first first career. Yeah, that sounds like a lot for being 25. And because most people, they think, okay, once I reach 25, like for some reason, that's magical age, right? Once you reach 25, I'm going to have a family, a dog, a boy all this, all this other stuff. And so you had that. And then at 25, it all fell apart. So then you go into this spiritual awakening, right? You come out realizing, okay, I lost everything, but now the whole world is open to me. The whole universe is open to me to whatever it is that I want. How did you get to that point of saying, this is what I want? So at first it was really, I mean, I was suffering and I I think it's okay to suffer as well. Usually looking back at how I am progressing, like things that don't work out, I was like, I I fell down and I picked up, picked myself up immediately. I fell down, I picked myself up immediately. That's just how it worked. And that took a lot of effort and all of these things happening, it wasn't that easy. So I really had to learn and sit with it for a moment that was when the word surrender really came in where I was like okay I have to surrender I just have to accept the situation how it is and then I was looking at it I was like okay what 
can I actually do with the situation right now? And uh, I was always like a bit drawn to spirituality. I was reading The Secret, which is probably the, the, the beginner's book of spiritual awakening, if you might even call it like that. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's the beginner's book. So I have read that and I was like, okay, there is a universe out there. And I do believe I am here for some higher good. And uh, I was sitting with it. And then I was given the opportunity to do the 21 day find your purpose course. And I did that. And I just loved all of the ideas that Sahara brought up and all of the methodologies to really dive deeper into, yeah, who am I really? She was asking the right questions and I was really taking the time to reflect on them as well. And I think that's how the entire process started. And I don't think it will ever end. I don't think the process of self-development and yeah, really figuring out who am I right now? What am I here for? What do I want to do? That ever ends. I think it's a continuous process, to be honest. In bridging the fifth dimension, so let me, let me, for those of you that may not know exactly what the fifth dimension is, the fifth dimension is just basically the most simplest way that I can put it is a state of consciousness where you're able to rise above the 3D world and your emotions and really tap into without any type of emotions or expectations, but tap into that serenity feeling, like that sunshine feeling that you get. And you're able to really hear yourself, right? You hear yourself, you hear the spirit world talking to you, or even if you don't hear yourself, you feel a certain way. For me, I like to bridge that fifth dimension with meditation, with hypnotherapy, with sitting in silence. Sometimes I really do just sit and stare at the wall and think, <laughs> like I really do. How do you bridge that fifth dimension? How do you get to your highest self? That, that's a difficult question. Okay. So I'm a mental projector. I only have my third eye and my throat defined okay. and there is a lot going on in my mind and I have tried with meditation with just sitting staring at the wall but I feel like this is not the way hope works for me because there is always thoughts coming back up and kicking me like no you gotta do that you gotta do the dishes you gotta empty the dishwasher you gotta do the, your laundry all of these things come back up so I think what's really helping me the most is to be outside to be in nature to be in the energy of nature of trees I don't know maybe it sounds stupid but I love to hug trees yes. there is like <laughs> such a positive energy or to just be grounded in the forest just laying on the ground and I have the feeling that this takes all of my thoughts away compared to me sitting at home because when I am at home I'm in a state where there is always something that I could do and that I that, that I could work on but as long as I'm being outside and I'm like far away from everything else I feel like it's much easier for me to bridge into the 5d and sit down and really see what's happening there is one thing where I realize it extremely when I'm going to visit my grandpa at his grave 
and it's like in the middle of a forest it's so easy for me to talk to him and something that would not be even possible when I'm at home if I would try to to connect to some higher spirits right here right now I don't think it would be possible but being out there being in nature having a clear mind nature mm -hmm. just clears my mind that makes it so much easier to connect with the spirits and to also get like new ideas coming through yes. so yeah being outside I think would be my answer to that beautiful yes and yes hugging trees I mean yeah it sounds dumb <laughs> but until you actually do it and you give that tree your your negativity your anger your frustration and that tree will give you back peace calm serenity and I can see I can hear the eye rolls <laughs> I can hear the eye rolls right now but it's true hug a tree try it yeah yeah just try it out <laughs> if you don't feel comfortable with it if you feel weird well then definitely try it out <laughs> then definitely try it because you will feel better or at least earthy and you take off your shoes and you get in yeah. the grass the dirt yeah going back to nature is I think the best way to bridge that fifth dimension and especially if if you can't do it at home because being a projector, I'm wondering, I, I'm just wondering, I'm just going to talk out loud. I'm wondering if being a projector gets you to a point where if you're inside and you're surrounded by electronics and you're surrounded by all these 3D items, I'm starting to think that it's a lot of um, environmental noise, right? Mm -hmm. There's too much noise going on. And so when you go outside, it really clears you, right? The fresh air, the sunshine, the water, the birds. I love to hear birds chirping. Love it. It has a really quick, as a matter of fact, I live in Idaho and I don't know what, but these birds like to take apart the screens on the windows. And I've never experienced that before. I, I honestly thought someone was trying to break in and I'm like, oh my gosh, someone's trying to break in. And then I started realizing, I'm like, it's the birds. The birds are taking apart the screen to make their nest. And then I felt like I'm providing something for the bird. How lovely. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even want to repair it. It's summertime and we need to open up windows. But I'm like, I don't even want to repair it. I'm providing a home for the birds. And I love lovely. you. Chirp. Okay. I got way off topic. So <laughs> sorry, Jessica. So after this, after going through your, what do you call it? A quarter life crisis? Yeah, a quarter life crisis. That's probably it. Yeah, that's how, how I also define my niche, young professionals that are stuck in their quarter life crisis. So yeah, you actually, you got it right. Yeah. Okay. So tell me about that. Tell me about your niche. Oh, so I am focusing on people that really have been going through or are going through right now, the exact same thing that I have been going through. I'm focusing on young professionals that are working their asses off and where the only thing they can think of is work. There is no going out Friday nights into a bar or a club. They are the last ones leaving the office. There is no relaxing Sundays because they know exactly that they need to prepare something for the meeting on Monday, that there is some emails that need to be checked on. There is no free Saturdays because they are so exhausted from work. Well, if they don't have to work on Saturdays as well, the only thing they do is sleeping and needing to rest. So it's really for those people 
that don't have a work-life balance because work is life. And this is something that I used to say in my past life as well, when, when I was being reflected, like, girl, you're living at work. I was like, yeah, but work is life. And for me, that was the exact same thing. And I realized that there is something more out there. And I am hoping to be supporting people to not run into a burnout, to not having to go through that deep black hole that I had to experience, but rather help them to go into the self-awakening and realizing that there is something more out there. And that does not mean that each and every one of my coaches, of my clients, has to quit their job. No, absolutely not. If they love what they are doing, if it really sparks joy to them, then that's okay. But most of the times people are just working because this is what our society expects from us. You have to do more, get higher, be successful, have a great career and then you have to do this and that and get a house and get a baby and get a car and and all of these things and I am just hoping to have my coaches reflect what it is that they really want and have their own thoughts and their own opinion on it and feel into whether it's their heart their soul their stomach wherever what it is that they want so yeah it's young professionals that are stuck in their quarter life crisis, struggling with work life balance. Okay. And you know what, I believe that there's a lot of people that go through that because I kind of went through that at at your age too, at 25, 25, 26. And God, I wish there would have been, I wish you would have been around back then. I'm, I'm obviously a lot older than you. <laughs> but had there been someone like you around to help guide me during that time, because it was so hard. I was going to school full time. I was working full time. I already had a family. I had a mortgage. I had a car payment. I had it all. And for me, it was a little bit different. My body gave out. I started having a lot of body aches. I got carpal tunnel syndrome. I couldn't work and they were actually, doctors were telling me, you should probably take a semester off. And I was like, I can't, I can't. If I take it off, then I, I will never go back. And so I pushed through and yeah, a lot of struggles, a lot of suffering, <laughs> a lot. I really do believe that there's a lot of people going through that. And especially like you say, midlife crisis, right? Or quarter life crisis. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like all the weight is, is laying on the shoulders of, of these young people, right? Mm -hmm. It's not only our economy. It's like the entire world. If you start with climate crisis and all these things, like all the weight is laying on the younger generation, generation Y and Z. It's just so important that they take care of themselves because no one else is going to be taking care of themselves. Like companies, like big companies, they're all focused on profits and on increasing their value, their monetary value, and not the value for their employees. So it is important that yeah, they take care of themselves first. So can you give me an example of what it is that you do with like maybe somebody that you've already coached mm, yeah absolutely I just love success stories it always just brings brings me back into the state seeing my clients and coaches super happy because they have realized something so I have been coaching 
a quite young girl, actually. She was in her beginning of 20s. And she knew exactly that she did not want to, to study, but she wanted to do something else, but really couldn't find out what it is that she wanted to do because there were so many interests. So through our coaching sessions, we really sat down and we were diving deeper into what it is that sparks joy to you. And I encouraged her to also look back to her childhood because I have realized that a lot of us are not doing anything anymore that is related to their childhood. Like, I just loved being outside. I loved climbing trees and painting and all that. And uh, a lot of us don't do that anymore in, in our adult life. So I encouraged her to look deeper into that. And there were just so many realizations coming out of that and so many ideas that have been evolved throughout the entire process. And this is just something where I'm most happy about to see how my clients actually feel into their process and feel how their mind is shifting, their heart is shifting, and it's opening up. Because when they start, they usually feel helpless. They usually feel overwhelmed. They don't even know where to start. And then you start guiding them through the process. And within every session, there is like these aha moments. And even more important, in between the sessions, when the coaches really sit down with their homework or the topics that we discussed in our coaching session, and then they come back into the next session and they're like, Jess, you have no idea what just happened. I'm so happy. And there's that job opportunity that just came up to me and it just matches exactly what I want. And yeah, these are, these are the things and they happen over and over again. And that just sparks so much joy to me. So that girl right now has been traveling to Croatia to be cooking more. And she's working in a retreat center right now. And yeah, she's allowing her passion, her joy for food and all that to come out and uh, she's checking out different retreat centers because one of her goals is also to create women's circles and retreats for her own. So it's all like nutrition based and health based and also spirituality. Um, so we have found a way to combine all of her passions as well. I got goosebumps just talking about <laughs> it because that that's just the best, right? You have yes. like multiple interests and you find something that's really covering all of it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's a huge process. And we've been going through that process for a month. And I think she's, yeah, super happy about it. I mean, not only thinking, I know that she is. I just love to see how her energy is expanding and how she is shining. And to look at the difference when a coach, she starts with you, like really being dragged down, hanging shoulders, mm -hmm. and then going out of every coaching session, they get bigger, they put a smile on their face, and you can feel how the energy has been rising after spending weeks and months together. Oh, that's Thank beautiful. you for reminding me. <laughs> yeah, that's a beautiful story. Yeah, and you're right. Yeah, it's it's a huge transformation when you see them weeping and not knowing where to start. And then you get in there and they start realizing what it is that they want, like deep down inside it. It's almost like no one has ever heard their heart speak for themselves, not for like a loved one. Right. And you're that person. And then you're encouraging that. Yes, you're beautiful. Yes, you're worthy. Yes, you can achieve anything you want. 
And at the end, it really is a caterpillar transformed into a butterfly. It's, oh my God, you're beautiful. You're perfect. This was all you inside. I did nothing but help you come out. Yes. So important that you're saying that again. It's not, it's not me telling my coachee what to do or how to go. It's the coachee. They are carrying it all within them. They carry it all. They just need to be supported by shining their light and knowing how to really dig deeper and feel for themselves and get out of the 3D, get out of their mind, because this is where we're stuck at. Like most of our people are stuck in their 3D. And get out of that and really feel what it is that feels good to you. Yes. Well, Jessica, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that we didn't get to yet? Not that I can think of, Veronica, really. I'm just just smiling so much right now. It just sparks so much joy to also think back to the success stories and to just be able to help people going through that transformation and through that change. And I'm just so grateful to be able to do that. That's wonderful. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. Oh, wait, where can we find you? Where can my audience find you? Yeah. So as every person in my age, I would guess I'm obviously on Instagram. My Instagram handle is joyful by Jess. Who would have guessed that? (laughs) And my homepage It's actually brand new, up and running since 24 hours. It's also www.joyful.com. So yeah, this is where people can find me. And then if you follow me on the social media account, you will be noticed as soon as my podcast is coming out, because this is something that I am working on as well. So it's going to be happening anytime soon. And uh, yeah, I will definitely share it on my social media. Yeah. And I'll definitely link up everything in the show notes. But can I just say, Jessica, I am so excited that more and more people are starting to do podcasts on spirituality. Because when I was looking for it, it was like three people. (laughs) And that was pretty much it. This is exciting. It's an exciting time, I think. Yeah, no, totally agree. And that's also something that I found out while working with my purpose and what my purpose is. Looking into the medium, what is the medium that flows best to me? And it's by far speaking, like I wouldn't consider myself a writer. I wouldn't consider myself to be like super creative. So don't expect too much of my Instagram account, but I am a talker. I'm a speaker. I talk everything out, especially by having my throat and third eye defined mental project or I'm like constantly talking. So this is for sure my medium. And that's also why I'm going to be doing my podcast. I just have to talk it all out. Yes. Exciting. I wish you a lot of luck and I'm sure you're going to do really well. Well, thank you so much for making the time for me. Thank you so much for having me, Veronica. It was a blast. Thanks. 